Welcome to the Ecom Wiz Podcast, a podcast that helps Amazon sellers to dominate the marketplace. And I do mean dominate. Dominate. Each week, we deliver the best interviews with some of the top Amazon influencers in the industry. This is the Ecom Wiz Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Rob Stanley with the Ecom Wiz Podcast. And today, my special guest is Kamal Singh. He's founder, uh, founder and CEO of AMZ One Step. And today we're going to talk about how to create converting Amazon FBA product listings that help you get more sales. So Kamal, thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So we're going to dive right into a lot of tips. So definitely people are going to want to take notes or listen to this podcast a few times. Uh, we're going to get right into this. And Kamal, Let's jump right in and start talking about listing optimization. And why don't we start specifically with how important are keywords in that title? Yeah, obviously, you know, listing optimization is, you know, one of the most important thing after the product research that you can do. Uh, plus, you know, the product title, when we specifically talk about the product title, you know, that has the most amount of weight when it comes to the keyword indexing. So you want to make sure uh, you have the most important keyword that best describes your product is in the product title. Not just the product title, the listing optimization is so important. It's over overall, it's just going to help you in your conversion rates, your PPC results are going to be better. You know, if you're ranking your product, your you know listing will maintain that ranking because it is optimized. It's going to you know, help on indexing more and more keywords. Plus, you know, the general stuff, it's going to help you uh, get lesser returns, avoid unwanted negative reviews. I see a lot of time where people are missing the, you know, sizing chart or sizing information in their listing. Mm -hmm. And that ends up causing more returns, negative reviews and refund. So, it, you know, it has like endless benefits if you have a listing optimized. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, one thing to point out too, you were just kind of saying like a sizing chart, but you know, you also want to think about in that title, what are you looking for, right? Like if it, I'm just going to use a generic thing like tennis shoes, right? But say you're looking for a tennis shoe that's red, you should be putting red in that title. That way people that are looking for that shoe can find, you know, the color red. So what are the kind of important things like the size, maybe the color is, are important in that title? Okay. So what's, uh, other than the keywords, you want to make sure like what's the size, quantity or color mm. in, in, in the product title so that people can, you know, find out right away that what exactly they're going to click on. So it, it could be quantity, you know, some people sell like pack of two. It could be like, you know, if it's a variations, then this like red, yellow, that could be that's automatically going to come to end of your title. So you don't have to mm. put the color once again. Uh, so if, if it's not a variation, you want to make sure you're putting the color, size, quantity, or any, any USB if you have any uh, in your product. Yeah, that's, that's great information. And let's also jump right into uh, content design for CTR and ranking. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so uh, uh, CTR, there's mainly two, two factors which are really important. One is your product title, and the second is your main image. So uh, first thing, you know, make sure your title is easy to read and people can actually, it, it's readable and it provides the information that buyers are looking for. In simple words, make sure put in the content which best describes your uh, product because you might get a click 
if if you're putting like random stuff, you know, if you're just keyword stuffing or if you're putting the main uh, content in the end, you might get a click, but it's not going to be converting. That's going to hurt your ranking as well. So make sure good content stays at the first of your title. And that is one of the important factors when it comes to the click through rate. And second, make sure you have a really good main image. Uh, so you won't really find out until you do the spit testing. So you can use some tools like PicFu to do uh, spit yep. testing or or you can use, uh, you know, you can just, I think PicFu is one of the easiest or fastest way to get the results, like which main image will get you better click-through rate. Or if, if you don't want to use that, you can just, you know, put 30 days and 30 days and collect all the data, see which one is getting you better click-through rate. Yeah, absolutely. Go with PicFu. They're actually a partner with us. And I know both the owners personally, they're really good guys. Uh, and they've been mentioned on the show several times. So definitely take a look at PicFu. And, but uh, a question for you though, on the image, there is restrictions about what that first image needs to either have or not have, right? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So the main image it must be product only and it should cover 85% or more of the main image. Uh, plus you don't want to use any logos, badges, or uh, do, do you know any fancy stuff just to increase your click-through rate. Because if Amazon finds out or someone does a complaint, then your listing can be suspended and that's going to hurt a lot of things. It's going to hurt your sales. It's going to hurt your ranking. So you don't want to do that. Make sure, you know, your listing is, uh, your main image is, Amazon compliant, just a nice hero shot of the image. Uh, nothing beats that. I, I see a lot of people doing fancy stuff. You know, they're putting some props in there, using mirror reflection, using, you know, uh, 12 pack or logo badges. It's not recommended. Just make sure it's a main image with a really creative, you know, unique angle. And that does the job. Yeah. And usually a professional service too, right? Somebody like you guys would definitely be a way to go. And, and like you mentioned, if it is a two pack, make sure there's two in the photo. Like people will associate if they're looking for two of them, have two of them in that main photo. So they instantly know they're getting two of them, obviously other than the title too, like you were talking about. So let's jump straight into uh, description and how important are bullet points in descriptions now? Okay, so bullet points and description, you know, they, are, they are pretty important. Uh, what we have been, you know, uh, our studies, you know, it shows that product title and the search terms in the back end, they weigh more when it comes to the keywords. Bullet points, they also get indexed. Description also gets indexed, but it doesn't have that uh, much of a value when it comes to the uh, keyword ranking. The only reason Amazon want us to uh, describe the product feature more than just the keywords. So uh, Amazon gives us like uh, space for five bullet points. Make sure you're utilizing all of them. You know, you can go up to 300 characters. Uh, make sure it, it, it depends on the category. Some categories, uh, they have only 200 characters for the bullet points. And most of the categories, you can, you know, go more than 300 as well. Uh, so make sure you're utilizing to explain your product features. And you can put some keywords here and there just to uh, index on those ones, but make sure they look natural. You know, they are easy to read and it's providing value and it's answering questions, you know, wh whatever the buyers may have. So yeah, very important. You want to utilize all these, all the bullet points and plus the, also the description. So this description, uh, if you don't have the brand registry, you're going to go with the HTML tag. Uh, there are some uh, websites you can use wordhtml.com where you can just copy paste and that that's going to give you uh, all product description with 
the HTML tags if you don't know it or if you, you know, so that is the quickest way, just copy and paste in worldhtml.com. It's going to give you the whole product description with the HTML tags. So that's the best way to do it. There you go. That's good information. That's good tip also. Yeah. And I'm going to mention also, you know, and I think, I think you actually said it, but just to reiterate, it's good to have in those, in those, just in that description, because there's kind of two descriptions, right? There's the first one that people see that has the bullet points. And then down below, obviously you can have more description, but that first one, you got to have those main features that people are looking for. You got to just have those listed in there, clear as day, how many you're getting, what color is it, unless it's multiple colors, uh, you know, what's a key and some of the key features of it that people are possibly looking for or make you different than the person selling a product similar to yours. So definitely look at that. And then one other thing that actually was brought up on a podcast I did recently with Tim Jordan was take a look and use Grammarly to check your spelling. I mean, how important and how many times have you run across where somebody has not spelled something correctly, either in the title or description, and you just, it's, it, it just really turns people off, right? That is right. You know, I, I see so many listings where they, there are some grammatical errors because uh, the other thing what we do, Rob, uh, when we're writing the uh, product features, because a lot of people, uh, they don't understand their product really well. It's kind of stupid to say that, oh, I'm the seller. I know everything about my product, but it's most of the cases, it's not that true. Uh, for example, sit down, write what makes your product different from others? What are the features? Is it FDA approved? Is it CE certified? If you don't have that information, go ask your manufacturer because many people, they just go jump right into the writing part and they forget about the research. Um, for example, you know, recently there was a listing. There's a, there's a, it's called a grip strengthener, right? So uh, the seller's like, okay, you know, it, you can measure your strength with this, uh, you know, with, with this, skewed ball uh, and you can also play online games while you're squeezing the ball and mm. this is what this is the only thing he knew about the product you know i'm like okay it, there's got to be more than this it's not <laughs> that, uh you know he sat down you know looked at the product he was squeezing it what we ended up you know uh, figuring figuring out that this can be used as a stress ball this can be used as a good rehab exercises after your, oh, yeah. you know, uh, after your injury or it's, it's good for isometric exercise, you know, combat sports, good for, you know, reducing your blood pressure and stuff. Even though, you know, he, he, he's the founder of that product, but still he's missing out on so many other things that his product can help you out. So once you have done a proper research, it makes your job so much easier to write those bullet points. Now you don't have to, uh, you know, you don't have to randomly put stuff in there just for the sake of now you're actually putting in the content, which really helps the buyers. Yeah. And also, and correct me if I'm wrong, you also want to have some of those keywords in that description also. That, yeah. And usually the ones that match the title, right? Exactly. So you want to repeat it, um, you know, uh, you don't want to like repeat it too many times. Just give, yeah. give Amazon a bit of an idea that what exactly your product is and what is the main keyword it should be show, showing up on. And yeah, so put it in your search terms as well. If it's an, it, it's an, it's on your title and do not make it look like fake where you're seeing the same keyword like five, six times, two to three times is, is fine. One thing I want to point out too is that you want to be careful with your using certain uh, 
testing or labs, like you were saying, FDA approved, make sure that if you put anything in there, you've got something to back it up because I actually was just recently reading that people were getting taken down because of putting FDA, even though it said not FDA approved or not, you know, it, it was actually saying it wasn't, uh, having that FDA in there actually caused some listings to be taken down just recently. So you got to kind of watch out for that. And then like underwriters laboratory, things like that, UL, uh, have you seen issues like that? And, and what do you recommend on, you know, dealing with an issue regarding certifications? Okay, certification, you know, as you mentioned, just make sure you, you whatever you're claiming, first rule when you're creating a listing, make sure you're not putting uh, any claims. Uh, if you do, make sure you have, have the documents to back it up. And what, you could, what you're going to have to do in case if that happens, open up a case with the seller support and provide them the documentation and, uh, uh, and they'll fix it. And if, you know, if you're not FDA approved and you're putting in FDA approved, it's, uh, it, it's going to cause problems for your listing. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention is that when dealing with, uh, you know, factories in China, be careful and be aware of fake uh, certifications. Uh, yeah. I had an issue like that when I was running my own business that, uh, you know, they were saying they were certified and then we did some really deep research, found out they weren't. The way we ended up solving it was on the product itself. We just didn't have them put the logo in there that said it. So we couldn't say that it was, you know, whatever it was like UL labs or something like that. But uh, you be careful of that. that. That's something you want to definitely be careful of and, and do your own research. If somebody says they're selling you something and it is approved by whatever agency it is, you, you need to verify it and validate it by back, you know, going and doing some research on it and checking because that can really cost you down the line. You end up building, building up this product and this business and come to find out you get it taken down after you get things going, that really could end up costing a lot more. So the other thing I want to jump into is uh, we want to talk about like enhancing brand content. Why don't you tell us a little bit about some ways that people could enhance their brand's content. Uh, and I guess it's mainly more image related, right? That is true. So if you have the brand registry with the, with the Amazon, now you can replace the product description with the enhanced brand content. So enhanced brand content is a, is an old name now. It's known as A plus content. Yeah, A plus. What you can what you can do is you can in you know you can tell your brand story in a nice, colorful way. You can add some banners, some texts, you know, and you can have basically a home page of your product on the Amazon's page. So what it does, it's it's really helpful in terms of. Um, making your brand look legit. And also there's so many shoppers who just spend five to 10 seconds on the main page and then they click on the reviews section right away. So when mm -hmm. they click on the reviews, they get scrolled down all the way down. And when they make their decision and they're scrolling up, then enhanced brand content is the first thing that they see. So you want to make sure you're, if you have the ability to upload EBC, do that and make sure it looks good. And it's gonna, uh, it increases your conversion rate up to 10 to 20% based on how you do it. On the other side, if you're using the brand EBC and it does not look good, it's gonna hurt your sales. So make sure, uh, you know, your EBC looks good and you're putting in all the important information. There's a lot of time, uh, you, you know, in your bullet points and title, you can't put everything there. So EBC gives you a lot of extra room where you can, uh, you can give a lot of information to the buyers and what exactly they're looking for. For example, when you're doing your, when you're uh, understanding your target audience, uh, before you even create a listing, you know, 
you sh first you should understand your product and second you should also understand your audience see what uh, what what are the main questions they have read negative reviews from uh, uh, from the other listings or positive reviews read what questions are people are asking read editorial sections and make a list what are your buyers looking for and that content can go in your enhancement content for example if you're selling uh, something for kids or babies who's your target audience it's it's the moms it's you know it's a female audience that's your target audience who are going to make the buying decision what are some of the you know main concerns or questions they have is it easy to clean maybe or is it uh, uh, is it safe for my kid so put all that information in the enhancement content so that you know your buyers can easily make that decision and it becomes really hard to put that in the bullet points or description or title because you want to convey so much information so ebc is one of the best ways to do it so if you uh, so there's this is called a plus content but there's something new which is called a plus plus or premium a plus content so what that does it is an invite only program uh, you might have got that maybe check your emails if you have got the invite for uh, a plus plus content or premium premium a plus check that out what that does you can also add videos in your premium a plus content and you can use the uh, hotspots or there's a bunch of cool things that you can do uh, with the a plus plus content uh, i recently uh, they launched a new module where you can choose the hotspots for example if it's a techie product you can hover over the ebc and the you know show the hotspots of your product so it's a really cool things that you can do with the uh, enhancement content yeah i'm going to also circle back around a little more to the images so Lifestyle images, I mean, I know from, you know, talking to so many people that lifestyle images, showing people how it's used, showing people how, you know, maybe how it fits or there's different ways you can show a lifestyle image. Some people, I think they get a little thrown off with lifestyle image thinking, oh, it's got to be a person holding the product. Not necessarily. Could be the product going into a, you know, into how it's used or, or maybe how it fits, you know, or close-ups of it even are, could almost be lifestyle-like. How important are not only those lifestyle, but also kind of the pointing out of key features in the image? Have you seen, I mean, what kind of conversion rate difference do you get from those two factors and plus obviously the quality of the image? It helps. It helps a lot. There's no certain number. Some products, you know, if you put the infographics and lifestyle images, uh, I have seen increase in the sales up to 100% or more sometimes. And so in some cases, it's only 5%. It really depends on what kind of product you have, what kind of competition is in the market, you know, how good the, your competitors' listings are. But infographics and the lifestyle can play a huge role in your listing quality. Uh, there are so many products where uh, people don't know, you know, people don't buy. Oh, is it easy to assemble? Can I do it myself? You know, if you have an instructional image, okay, this is how you do it. It's going to, you know, you're potentially getting that buyer or maybe some people, you know, they're confused. Is it really for me? Should I buy it? And if you have the lifestyle images of happy, happy people using the product in action uh, can help, can help a lot. And other thing I would like to mention in the infographics, even though if your product is super simple, just write some benefits there. Uh, yeah. in forms of infographics so that people, because people, there's a lot of people who are just doing window shopping. They're just, you know, they're just scrolling through listings and, uh, and those are the you know sales you can easily get if you're putting some infographics in the remaining of the images. You know, some people can you know uh, 
get connected with one of those infographics and, and get a sale. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I mean, I look at it from when I'm shopping on there, what am I looking for? And, you know, especially, I mean, if you have something very unique that there's no other competitors out there, that's a whole different role, but you still want to follow these, you know, these basic uh, uh, tips that we're giving. But let's face it, a lot of people, they, they have, you know, better mass trap, let's call it. You know, they found a product, has better features. They say, hey, I could sell this. It's, it's really good. It's got all these, you know, different things that others don't offer. You've got to point those features out. You know, you're pointing them out in several places. We talked about it, the bullet points. You're pointing them out probably in the title if you can, you know, depending on limitations. You're pointing them out in the, in the video, or I'm sorry, in the uh, images with infographics or pointing out, you know, different features of it. So again, I'm talking with Kamal Singh, AMZ One Step, and let's also jump right into videography. We talked about it a little bit, uh, but why don't you tell us a little more about some tips people need to kind of know about when they're doing a video and once they've got to that place where they can actually put a video into their, into their listing. So yeah, so again, once you have the brand registry, Amazon do uh, allow you to you know, uh, put in a video uh, on your listing. So videos can definitely help in your conversions, it's also a part of uh, you know a conversion booster. So make sure your video is Amazon compliant. You're not putting any claims or anything there. Uh, make sure it's product based only. And uh, there are a few different options uh, with the videos that you can do. For example, if you have a techie product, maybe you can do uh, some unboxing video, or if it's something which requires. Uh, installation steps maybe you can put a video of how to install this or maybe uh, how to assemble it or maybe some of the things that you know uh, uh, what are the benefits or there's based on the product itself there are like different types of videos you can do some videos are features only some videos are benefits only you know in some videos if you have a big budget you can hire multiple people let's say you have a sports product you can have people running around using your product in there mm -hmm. so it really depends what your budget is you know the, uh, and how much you're willing to spend on a video but definitely if you have uh, an option to upload the video do that would you say that having any video you know, because some people might want to just shoot the video themselves, right? And, and try to create themselves. Having any video versus no video is better. Do you agree with that? Um, I Most of the cases, yes. Uh, okay. If you have, no, have an option, you can, if you, you know, sh short on budget, just make sure you give it to an editor and get a good job done. Even though yeah. you have shot it from your phone, if it's edited well, it, it can still look pretty good at a, at a, at a good price. Uh, yeah. So only, only in, in that case, you don't want, there's only one case where you don't want to put the video where you're confusing the people more. Yes, if I agree. Looks, if your video looks like that, try not to put it. If it's helping out, if it's simplifying your listing, yeah, do that. Even though if you're if you're taking it from your phone and just get it done, you know, edit it nicely. There's like a bunch of websites yeah. online. Upwork yeah, I mean, some, some of the phones now can shoot 4K and stuff. So, you know, I, that's what I was getting at is the fact that, you know, even if you're thinking about, uh, you know, if you've got the brand registry, you might as well do a video that's kind of step A is having a video versus a no video. Step, you know, B would be actually getting somebody like AMZ One Step to shoot a great quality video for you. You know, so maybe what you could do actually is maybe shoot a little sample video for you guys 
and say, hey, this is what I had in, in mind. You know, maybe it's like, hey, I'm showing some features and here's a couple of, uh, you know, how to's, like how to replace a battery on it, you know, depending on what the product is. If they sent that to you guys, not necessarily to edit for them, but to kind of give you like an idea of what they were thinking and some of the features with it, that might give you guys a little head start to be able to do a better quality video for them, right? Exactly. You know, if you have shot something like that, let us know, you know, we'll give you some, uh, uh, you know, some tips how you can improve it yourself. If not, you know, we'll be definitely, we can help you out with uh, enhancing that video. Awesome. Awesome. So again, I'm talking with Kamal Singh from AMZ One Step. Kamal, tell everybody, what did you do before you started AMZ One Step? What were you doing that kind of brought you to that whole, hey, I'm going to start AMZ One Step? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's go to, you know, a little back in time. So I moved to Canada in 2010 uh, as an international student. So I, I took electronics uh, engineering uh, technology program. So went to school for about a few years, then uh, started a corporate job. And back in 2015, uh, I was selling on Amazon myself. Uh, I was doing retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, uh, did wholesale for about some time, then you know did a private label, pretty much did everything in two to three years. Then I sold my Amazon brand to someone in Edmonton. Uh, once, once that was done, you know, there was AMZ One Step because I was organizing meetups for Amazon sellers. It's been almost three years now. I've been, you know, done over 30 meetups and one conference and a few virtual meetups as well because of the COVID-19. So a lot of people were asking me, Hey, how do you get this done? How do you get your listing done? Where do you take the photos from? And I'm like, okay, there is an opportunity. People are asking me about all these services. Why not? I start an agency because I have contacts for everybody. So I, I was helping them you know, I was just giving them the freelancers contact first. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to do it on my own because people keep coming, coming to me and asking for it. So then we started, you know, started AMZ one step and now we're a team of uh, uh, seven in Edmonton, Canada. And we also have a second office in Karachi, Pakistan. That's where we have a 25 people and they're doing great job at graphic designs and uh, editing and stuff. Awesome. That's great to hear. So if, if you hadn't started AMZ One Step, do you think you would have probably started another brand or go back into electronics? Where, where do you think you would have headed if uh, AMZ One Step didn't, uh, didn't get created and get going? I think probably a corporate job, uh, corporate job. For, for my whole life. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good to hear. Well, again, uh, Kamal, why don't you just tell everybody, kind of go over just real quickly a list of, of all the different... Uh, different things you guys offer at AMZ One Step. That way uh, people will kind of know what you guys offer if they're looking for a service. And then right after that, why don't you tell everybody how they get a hold of you uh, either on social media or on your website. Okay, so uh, what we do, we help mainly Amazon sellers with the listing optimization, product photography, uh, A-plus content, uh, manage PPC and you know account management and stuff. So this is what we do. Mainly, if you need to uh, get in touch with us, you can go to www.amz1step.com or search for AMZ One Step. It's O-N-E, it's not letter one. So search for that on Facebook or Instagram and you can get hold of us there. That's perfect. So again, it's A-M-Z-O-N-E-S-T-E-P.com. Kamal, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Rob. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on the Ecom Wiz Podcast. Special thanks to our sponsor, FeedbackWiz.com. Be sure to use coupon code POD50 for 50% off your first paid month with FeedbackWiz.
Again, the code is P-O-D-5-0. Please subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Join us next week for more great tips to help Amazon sellers dominate the marketplace. 